Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The action, the BBL final. It's right here on SEN Cricket. The scorches and the heat. Peter Vlahos, Brad, uh, Vlahos and Brad Hogg joining you from 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, our time right across the SEN network because it's locked in this final. Uh, the scorches hosting the Brisbane Heat in the final of BBL 12. What an upset it was last night. Low scoring grind at the SCG and the Heat chased down the Sixers' 117 run target with 10 balls to spare. The Sixers were on an eight-match winning streak at home. They made the last three BBL finals, but it was Spencer Johnson, Matt Kuhneman with the ball. They did the damage. And then Michael Nisa, up your step, Michael, uh, 48 unbeaten off 32 balls. But the Scorchers are going to take some serious beating at Optus Stadium. They've won more titles. They've got the best winning percentage in the tournament. And a win on the weekend would further cement that. This man has actually really helped lay those foundations, hasn't he? In fact, they chant his name from the terraces back in the day. It's Brad Hogg. Hoggy, welcome. Thanks very much, Sam. How are you going, mate? Going, uh, going. Interesting game last night. <laughs> oh, what did you make of it? Uh, oh, look, it was interesting. And uh, I, I saw when Sydney Sixers only got 117, looking at the wicket and uh, the bowlers that Sydney have, I thought they could just hold uh, Brisbane Heat back a bit. Uh, Brisbane Heat didn't have their three-star batsmen who are all over in India at the present moment and uh, uh, just about to take on India in that test series. So I thought Sydney uh, Sixers had a chance there, but I just thought they got a little bit too greedy at the back end and uh, didn't think Nisa would would get over the line. I thought they were a little bit too easy on him. But uh, at the end of the day, Nisa had a little bit of luck as well. Mm. He did. Now, I don't know if I'm being a bit too harsh here, Hoggy, but, but that wicket last night, I mean, you'd have loved it, no doubt, but that, that pitch wasn't befitting of the occasion, was it? Uh, oh, for a final, uh, probably not, but at the end of the day, what I like about uh, cricket is the different pitches that you do have around the ground or d- around the country and, and around the world, and every now and then you put on those different conditions and players have to adjust, and mm. uh, batsmen weren't able to adjust last night, and uh, and spinners have to adjust as well, as well as the quick bowlers, and uh, the, the, the best team got over the line at the end of the day uh, on those conditions. Um, yeah, but I, I just I'm, I'm a little bit worried about the Brisbane Heat batting lineup coming over here to Perth. Right. Well, just on Perth uh, over in the Wild West. What's going? Is Perth going nuts for this or what? Set the scene for us. Uh, at the present moment, we've got. Uh, I, I think the stadium's nearly packed out, uh, sold wow. out. So there's still ten thousand uh, tickets that are going on sale tonight. Um, so hopefully we can sell those 10,000 tickets and uh, we have a full house here at Optus Stadium. I think that'll be the full house that we have uh, for cricket here if uh, that ha- actually happens, which so, is a good, uh, good and exciting thing for cricket over here in WA. Absolutely, it would be. Now, before you joined us, we were just speaking earlier about the place, you know, that the Scorchers hold in the city of Perth. I, mean, I saw a piece Mark Duffield wrote for Code Sports recently and um, this is just uh, him collating the, the crowd figures, but he said that uh, the Scorchers have con- Consistently, I guess, outrated from an attendance point of view, the the national team um, since the start of the BBL in 11 and 12. So I know there's a lot of theories around West Australians' attitude towards the Australian cricket team, but the fact that the Scorchers out attended them was a surprise. 
Uh, yeah, look, I think the good thing with the Perth Scorchers is that we've been very fortunate to have uh, all our state players playing for the Scorchers. And if you if you look at the BBL as well, there's a lot of West Australians that are playing in uh, different teams around Australia as well. So we've got plenty of depth here, and I think the the crowd are really enjoying that. And I think uh, the first Scorchers, when it first came in, it really rejuvenated cricket here in WA. Uh, it was falling away a little bit, and and the other thing is too, when and this is not having a gripe about cricket Australia or anything like that, because uh, the amount of cricket that's being played, we, uh, players do need to be rested. But um, mm. you know, sometimes we get those one day games where some of the big names are rested and they don't come here to Perth, so. Uh, the Perth fans do miss out a lot and um, when, when they've got their, their own team and their own players playing for the Perth Scorchers and representing their, their own state, uh, they really get behind them and, and we are very uh, very parochial state over here as well. Yeah. Um, because you guys do forget about us because we're that far away anyway. <laughs> yeah, I, know, I know that's what you say. And I, I was reading, you know, Christina Matthews, the Wacker CEO. So, I mean, her theory, was, and it's impossible to know for sure, isn't it? You're trying to sum up the thoughts of an yeah. entire populace. But she was saying that WA cricket fans, by and large, had felt neglected by, I guess, the perception that Cricket Australia had overlooked WA for some of those, as you say, those marquee international fixtures. Uh, yeah, definitely. And I, I think, you know, going back when it was just out the wacker, we didn't have a, a stadium like off the stadium, which mm. only fit something like 20,000 people in the, uh, in, in the ground, uh, not like the MCG or, or Brisbane or even Sydney to, to that matter. I think there was an argument there, but now that we've got a big stadium of 60,000 uh, capacity, I, I think uh, the, the wheels turned and, you know, I, I think we should be looked at. It's one of the best stadiums going around in world cricket. Uh, you look out playing the subcontinent teams as well. It's a good timeline for uh, for, for um, that aspect on TV as well. Uh, and if we get West Indies two years in a row, I think that's going to be very disappointing for our fans over here and our members. Yeah. So do you buy in at all to the ju- the way it ended with JL and um, and perhaps any animosity from the cricketing public over there regarding that as as to as to this potential stay away when it comes to crowds or not? Uh, no, no, I don't think that has anything to do with it. Yes, a lot of people, well, all West Australians are disappointed with the way that Justin Langer was handled. But at the end of the day, cricket lovers want to go out and see good cricket. And I think they would mm. still like to go down and still watch good, exciting cricket at the international level. And, um, you know, even in the ICC T20 World Cup, uh, I, I, I don't think we've got a really uh, good game or good fixture there for Australia over here playing uh, against the quality opposition team as well. So uh, that, that's not going to bring the crowd uh, crowd to the uh, to the stadium. Uh, speaking to uh, former champion spinner Brad Hogg. So, Hoggy, uh, while we've been talking here, a few texts are coming in. So, obviously, at 7.30 Eastern, but it's 4.30 your time for the start of this one. I'm just having a look at the weather forecast so they're saying you're going to top out at 38 degrees tomorrow, and it might even get hotter than that. I mean, I, I, I don't want to keep tiptoeing you into whinging about things, but a lot of people saying off the text that um, that it's a disgraceful start time. It's going to be baking hot. Uh, yes. Uh, well, you can you can say that in, in one aspect, but the good thing about it, you've got two teams that are used to that heat. Mm. Uh, Brisbane Brisbane have quite hot temperatures up there uh, at the top of the top point of Australia, uh, over on the east coast, and uh, you know we're quite used to the heat here. I think I think the only disappointing thing with the the, the start at four thirty is 
just uh, uh, as the sun comes down, uh, sometimes that affects the play uh, as well, um, especially on one, one side of the ground because we do have a good sunset over here and when it does get low, it's very difficult for the for the fielders out there to see the ball, but also the... the, uh, the uh, the, the fans that are in the stands over there, it's, it's very difficult to see the action. So yeah. that's a disappointing thing. But at the end of the day, it's, it's TV. It's not so much, um, it, it's not so much the, the game being played in the host city. It's about TV. And uh, it's, it's trying to get the game on around about 7.15 for the Eastern States uh, fans over there so that they can watch the game as well. So do you reckon in regards to last night's game in the heat, um, probably one of the, I mean, I think Adam Gilchrist said it might have even been the biggest upset in the history of the Big Bash that they were able to roll the Sixers at home with everything the Sixers have done this season and in years gone past. Surely your Scorchers are thrilled with the fact Brisbane have, have got through. Oh, yeah. Look, on a, not at the end of the day, we want a close contest. Uh, and I, I, as, as a player, yeah, you, 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 you might want that. But at the end of the day, you're, you're walking into dangerous territory as well because mm. you, you're thinking, right, well, um, the team that finished fifth uh, and were only winning really uh, were winning the majority of the games when they had Labuschagne uh, and Kawaja performing, um, and also Renshaw, and those three are out of the team. So you're sitting there thinking, right, we should be able to uh, beat these teams easily. But w- once you start thinking like that, you've taken your eye off the ball. So it's it's a pretty dangerous game for uh, us hosting uh, Brisbane Heat over here. So we, we've got to be on our game. Uh, but this, this is where Cricket Australia got the fi- get the fixtures right as well. And I'm talking on a board perspective here because I'm on the board of the Wacker. Um, you know, you, you, you've had Steve Smith, you've had the other three players that I've uh, mentioned being able to play mm. uh, in the latter part of the Big Bash. But we, we haven't organised the fixtures so that they can play in the final before they go to India. Yeah. And I, I just think that's ludicrous. And I think a couple of years ago, Steve Smith wasn't even able to play in the finals of the Big Bash. Why, why would you want that? You want your big stars playing because 100%. it's uh, it's 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 a tournament uh, that brings the youth to to the game, and if they see more of Steve Smith, then all of a sudden they're thinking about, oh, Steve Smith, he's the best uh, batsman in the world in Test cricket at the moment. I want to be like him. I want to play Test cricket. I want to wear that baggy green. So, uh, you know, on a marketing perspective, we we uh, miss so many. Uh, big opportunities uh, to promote the Big Bash. Yeah, so do you think making the season shorter, which will happen, uh, whether it's next season or the one after, it's it's definitely going to happen, is the solution to all those things? I was, we had Bill Fleeman on during the week, and he's saying even if Australia Day, the date changes, you know, you could have a, a blockbuster weekend even on January uh, the January 26th sort of period or whatever it might be. But do you think making the season shorter just makes it easier, not just for our Australian players, but... Are the overseas-based players who come in and, and there's just so many other competing leagues around the world? Yeah, well, it was always going to happen. And I just thought uh, a couple of years ago, even I think around about the fourth year, when uh, we, I think it was uh, we pushed it out to seven games. We, um, I can't remember. Did we play seven games from the start? I, I, I liked it. I liked it how uh, the, the the two teams in Sydney and Melbourne were playing each other twice, and uh, we'd play Adelaide twice because that was our, our closest trip, and then Brisbane and mm. Hobart Hurricanes played each other twice. I, I really enjoyed that aspect of it because you you had two derbies, which um, you were trying to create that create that excitement on the in the bigger cities. Um, but I, I just thought we uh, got too greedy there. We forgot what the product was all about and uh, what it was trying to do. Uh, 
And yeah, we we got too far ahead of ourselves, and we were trying to make uh, we were trying to make big money rather than uh, promote the game and get uh, more participation out there uh, on on the weekend. So uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad that it's uh, it's 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 going to cut back a bit and give that opportunity for overseas and and test players to play. Yeah, I think it went seven, ten, and then the, then the fourteen games. Hey, you know what it's like over there in India. I just want to switch back to the national team. In fact, you made your test debut in Delhi. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I've got a, it's it's roaring up on us quickly. First test next Thursday. Um, the biggest test in cricket. I'm sure you'll agree. Is this Australian team made of the the right stuff, Oggy? What level of optimism should we have? Uh, look, I, I think um, I, I think they've got a great opportunity over there to uh, to take on India. I think they're made of the right stuff. I I think they're planning pretty well. They've they've taken the spinners away to try and prepare um, to get used to the conditions over there with a, with a few made up wickets over uh, over in Sydney. So I think that's the right thing to do. Um, probably the only disappointing thing is you don't have a practice match beforehand. But mm. as Steve Smith said in an article, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's no point in having a practice match if they're not going to uh, replicate the conditions that you're going to get in they're the too, test series. Too smart so, for that, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, they are. But uh, the, the the players are playing so much cricket around the world at the moment, and uh, they play in different tournaments and different conditions. So they should be able to, uh, able to adjust, uh, adjust very quickly. So there's no excuses. Um, they're professional athletes, and and for me, um, you know, uh, they, they should be able to prepare well enough. Um, to, to take on the conditions. And I think David Boone, uh, very early on in his career, or my career, uh, I heard a statement said, uh, if, you, if you can't get up and, and adjust to different conditions uh, to play for your country, well, <laughs> you shouldn't be there. Mm. Uh, great to talk to you, Brad. Uh, so much cricket ahead of us, which you can't wait for over there. But first and foremost, really looking forward to that uh, BBL final in your neck of the woods uh, tomorrow night when the Scorchers take on the heat. We'll be listening with interest, yeah, mate. No- yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to it and uh, hopefully it's a close one and good luck to uh, the Brisbane fans out there in the Brisbane heat and uh, good luck to the Perth Scorchers as well. Beautifully done, uh, Brad Hogg there. And you can catch him and Peter Vlahos as well, 6pm uh, Eastern, right across the SEN network. So it starts 4.30 local time over there. If I said 3.30, I apologise. Definitely 4.30 local, uh, 7.30 Eastern, which a lot of people maybe based on the West Coast not too happy with. And that first test, Australia-India, is next Thursday. Adam Collins, Barrett Sunder Racing, Ravi Shastri. How about this for a call team? Harsha Bogle, Pete Lawler. They will be in place to call all of the action from over there. Again, covered off right here at SEN.